It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Money Movers. Welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. <laughs> Our next guests are changing the game for our community. They are more than just podcasters. They are educators, change agents, and legacy builders for our community. They are part of the Greenwood family, and we are pretty much cousins if you want to look at it that way. Money Movers, welcome the Earn Your Leisure folks, Troy Millings and Rashad Bilal. Earn Your Leisure, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Love the intro. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Congratulations on all your success and what you are doing for our community. Welcome to the Greenwood family. There's so much that we have to unpack and dive into today. So it's really a pleasure and actually an honor to have you here. So we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedules to come and speak with us. Thank you so much. And uh, shout out to the Greenwood family. It's been a pleasure uh, meeting and working with the team. For sure. For sure. So, gentlemen, we want to take it back to the beginning because you've had some incredible success over the past couple of years. So before you launched Earn Your Leisure, you two, um, one of you was a teacher, one of you was in the financial industry. Can you tell us a little bit about how you started on this incredibly impactful trajectory? Yeah, it started with the kids in mind. Uh, Like I said, uh, I was teaching uh, in a city in New York, and um, I knew that the curriculum it wasn't going to be beneficial long term for the kids. A lot of things that they learned, I knew that they weren't applying uh, in the future. And so I had a six week summer program at the time. And I wanted to treat that six weeks like the 10 months of school that the kids didn't get. And Ooh. one of those components was teaching them about financial literacy. Because at the end of the program, we were going to pay them 
and it had been their first time to be in contact with real money. Um, and so we wanted them to have a positive relationship with it, learn how to invest it, understand what tax was. And so financial literacy was the key. And at the time, he had just started his financial advising career and it was like, perfect. You should come teach it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was it was great because two things happened, right? He got to, well, I got to show him what it was to be a teacher or an educator. And he got to teach me about the financial world, right? Because I come from education. And so we started in the classroom for 10 years and um, that sparked something in him that, that that changed our lives forever, really. Yeah, and then from there, you know, it was a matter of just um, growing organically on social media. Um, you know, I was going to different people's radio stations, going to different people's shows, anything that I could really, you know, get my hands on to just get content and putting content on social media. And that just became very, very popular on social media, talking about finances in a way that, you know, a lot, not a lot of people was actually speaking about it, breaking it down, the way right. breaking it down. And then um, that led to people asking for a podcast. Um, so that led to us, you know, deciding to start Earning Your Leisure. And uh, the rest is history. It's been about almost three years now. Three years. I mean, that's a pretty amazing trajectory. Talk about some of the numbers you have on your podcast, um, plays. Yeah, we, we, we do around 1.2 million plays on our podcast a month. Um, we have 550,000 uh, okay. subscribers on YouTube, almost 900,000 um, followers on Instagram. So, yeah, it's it's a pretty... Um, you say that so casually. You're just like, it's so cool, <laughs> you know? Impression. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a blessing that people are actually interested in what we have to say and, and the guests that we actually bring on. So, you know, we definitely are humbled by the way that it has been received. And most importantly, it's been championed by the people. So, yeah, you know, um, we are just ambassadors for the people. I love that. And, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot on this podcast is this idea of generational wealth. So I think your story is so interesting because you started with like the kids you know, and right. teaching this message and realizing like the real loss for our community is like nobody taught us this stuff, you know, it wasn't in schools. And so here you you had to go out and create your own curriculum. And then do you find that trickled down to the parents? You know, kids would take this home. And so was it more of a full circle impact in our community? Yeah, I, I mean, that's exactly what happened. I think it trickled up, right? Because like the kids were learning it, but the, the, the parents were like, wait, how do you know this? <laughs> and so it, right, it, it came to a point, it was like, we realized that financial literacy doesn't have an age, right? There's a parent who may not know something that this 14 year old that we just taught is understanding. And so that concept of like, all right, there's no age limit. We're gonna teach yep. everybody the same way because everybody, we never know where their starting point at became like a tipping point for us, especially when we came to interviews. It was like, we're gonna ask it at a very intentional level so that everybody can grasp. That's great. I love that. I kind of liken it to my generation um, smoking. You know, in schools, they had this huge push for no smoking. You'd go home and say to your aunties and uncles, why are you smoking? They'd be like, well, who told you this? But look at how we, what we've done for smoking. So look at, let's look at like decades from now, what you guys are doing is really going to have a lasting impact on how we can build wealth, how our kids can start businesses and, you know, really change their lives. I like that analogy. Like, I remember that. Just say no. Yeah, no just say no. no. Remember, and your parents would be like, why are you trying to tell me what to do, right? And be like, I learned this in school. I love that. Okay, so let's go back to how did you two meet? Um, we met. We grew up together. Um, so we met. Uh, I, I'm two years younger than him. So we went to different schools. I was in uh, elementary school, and um, he was in uh, junior high school. So I was in sixth grade. He was in eighth grade. And it was, uh, I believe, a movie 
then um, a lot of kids from our neighborhood, um, we were extras in a movie called Eddie, which is Whoopi Goldberg. It was at, it was shot at Madison Square Garden. So they brought like a bunch of kids from the neighborhood to be extras in a movie. And uh, at the time, you know, I already knew like pretty much most of the kids that were older than me because I always hung around older kids. But I didn't know him because he had just moved to the neighborhood. So um, we just, we met there. And actually, you know, it's a funny story. I always remember like, you know, I always more introverted he's, he's a lot more outgoing than me so but i was always really popular so like everybody always knew who i was and he like just said my nickname like they call me shoddy and i always remember like i was looking at him like why is he speaking to me i don't even know him like you know what i mean but that's just that's his personality he's very outgoing and he you know he's speaking to me like he knew me before he actually even knew who i was and i didn't know who he was and um from there we just been rocking ever since and it's just been a, a lifelong friendship um so yeah, it's it's a real organic situation. That's why I think you know, our chemistry on Earn Your Leisure is is so different um, because it's not like we just met each other a year ago or two right. years ago. Like, you know, we was friends and family before we actually decided to do this. And we had a lot of other businesses that we started before we started this business. So it's natural as far as we speak every day anyway. So now we just speak about business as yeah. opposed to just speaking about other stuff. Yeah, I tell people like we had 25 years of conversations that now we're letting the world hear. Um, so they like, where's the chemistry? It's 25 years of every day talking to the same person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you but you feel it. You feel it. I get that. So where did the name Earn Your Leisure come from? Yeah. So uh, at the time when he was uh, on social media, uh, like killing the stories, like people were really grasping, like the way he was delivering them. He was like, at the time, hashtags were a big thing. Mm-hmm. And um, he came to myself and our partner, Mike, and he was like, I need a hashtag. Like, I need one. And um, it took like a day and I was like, I got one for you. And I was like, earn your leisure. And he was like, nah, man, that's why. I'm like, and I had to explain to him why I came up with it. I was like, look, man, you know, a lot of people see the things that we've accumulated, right? We, we've got nice cars and we throw these pretty good parties and we travel. But they don't realize how hard we work. They never saw you get up at five in the morning and decide to go to the gym because basketball was your passion. They never mm-hmm. saw you go to school and, and graduate and get education. They never saw me wake up and uh, go teach and then go to an after school program and go to school at night and fall asleep in kinesiology class. They Mark never see papers, any of all those that things. stuff. Yes. Yeah, for years we were doing those things. They never they weren't with us in the in the classroom shooting in the gym. In the summer. <laughs> yeah, they weren't shooting us shooting with us in the gym. Literally, we were in a band room. We weren't even in the classroom, like using capital. They didn't see any of those things. And I was like, they don't realize that we worked hard for these things. Like we've earned some of these freedoms. So I was like, yo, earn your leisure has to be it. It has to yeah. be it. And then after a little bit of convincing, uh, he started using the hashtag. And so when we had to come up with a name, we thought of two different names. Um, and I, I and I won't say them because I think Puff will probably like put it in a lawsuit for us. <laughs> but they had to, they were they were related around him uh, and the music he was putting out. But Ernie Leisure was kind of a hashtag that he was using, and we were like, that's ours, and let's go with it. I love that. I love that. That's great. Okay, so let's talk about because you know this is one of the things that I think a lot in our community, people think there's these get rich quick schemes, you can just work a couple days and entrepreneurs are like these like lavish bosses where you see all the fruits of your labor, but people don't understand the work behind it. One of the things I love about listening to you guys and the people that you bring on is they don't, you guys show the long haul. You're not just showing these shortcut get rich schemes. You're showing a whole variety of um, different entrepreneurs and stuff that can inspire your listeners. Can you talk about some of your milestone um, episodes or entrepreneurs that you've had on? Yeah, um, it's been a few, a lot actually. (laughs) I think you guys are at about 100. I I feel like I listened to the 150th episode the other day. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. behind on you behind one. We had one. Oops. Okay, okay. I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up. I was traveling. I was traveling. Yeah. But um, but no, um, definitely as far as episode eleven was an episode that really changed the trajectory of Ernie Legion. That was a, a restaurant owner from Baltimore named Derek Falcon. And he was the first person that came and really kind of just broke down his business model and was talking about the revenue and all of that. And that was an extremely transparent episode. And that came kind of like the blueprint of what Ernie Legion was built on as far as the transparency and, and providing solutions and information and kind of really, you know, giving a blueprint. Before that, it was more so case studies. Like that was really what we were doing. Like we was examining case studies and looking at stuff that has happened in pop culture and business and kind of breaking it down. That was very educational also, but people really gravitated towards um, that. So episode 11 was definitely a game changer for us. Um, You know, Mark Cuban, that was definitely, you know, somebody that, you know, obviously a billionaire the first time we've had a billionaire on the platform. And he was extremely transparent as well, explaining, you know, his stories, his failures, his success stories, how, you know, he made his money, a lot of different things that, you know, a lot of people wasn't aware of. So that was a big one for us as well. Um, so those are two that stick out for me. I'm sure Troy might have a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I always talk about episode 11. Episode 12 was huge as well. Um, wow, my brother Anthony Morgia. Yeah, he, uh, he broke down the real estate um, market in the game and uh, he gave some strategies, his, his 4 3 2 one, wherever you, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices in life and you might have to live in a multi-family home and you rent out three of the units and you live in one and you're the tenant and people are paying you and they have no idea. And then when you get enough money, you go down from to a three family, then a two family. And by the time you've raised so much income from the other three, now you have money to buy your dream home. Because most people go into these situations buying what they can afford. They never yep. buy what their dream is. And so I was, he was sitting in my dining room telling me the strategy. And I'm like, damn, I wish I would have known this. You're like, I'm about to rent out this bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I mean, but that's the thing, like he's it opened our eyes to so many different ways of, you know, accumulating wealth and just strategies to do it. That was important for us. Um, our stock episodes, shout out to our brother Ian Dunlap, um, episode 70 came at the perfect time, right before the pandemic, right? It was yeah. literally, we put that episode out on March, I think 10th, and then the world, the world shut, shut down, down, March 13th. And so people were absorbing knowledge at a different rate. They were like, wait, we're home. How can we make revenue, right? A lot of people are losing their jobs. They're like, where are we going to get money from? And so the timing was perfect for it. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. 
Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Okay, so at what point you've had, you know, we're at 151 episodes now, but you look back from the very beginning where 11 and 12 were hits, that you realized you really had something here and it was going to change from sort of a hobby to something that could be a really viable business. I think the first episode for me. Yeah, I mean, I think early on people, you know, it's one of these things that just had a cult following and as soon as it started, it had a, it had a following before we, we saw you started, like that's it, because building my own personal Instagram page, people was already, you know, really, really engaged and really in tune for that. So we kind of started with a head start. And as soon as we started, um, it was just going viral, like online and on Instagram, putting up clips and it was just getting a bunch of views. So I think as soon as it started, we realized that we had something special. Yeah, I remember looking at the analytics and I was like, how many people you think like are gonna listen? And we are like, oh, if we get like 500, that'd be great. And then. Four days later, it was like 1,400 people had listened. And I was like, whoa. And then the next week, it was like 1,600. And the number has never stopped growing since then. Wow. And so I, I, would, I remember sitting at work. I was still teaching when we started. And I sat in um, my, my friend's office. I would talk to her about like the episodes prior to them coming out. 
And I tell them, like, look, if we get to 25,000 people average, I won't be sitting in this office much longer. Like, this is it. I'm going to be out of here. That's great. <laughs> so, that's exactly what we all want to hear. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, that's the number. That's the number. And she didn't understand why. But I knew, like, what comes with that, that level of listenership and following. I was like, yeah. Okay, so I want to hone in on that. You're like, I knew what comes with that level of listenership and following, which I hope is going to be some sort of financial return. So question for you. I'm sure now, it's three years later, you guys get a lot of people who are writing back in saying thank you. Do you have any amazing success stories of you know young kids to older people who have come back and said, I started a business because of you guys? Yeah, for sure. All the time. People um, stop us in the street like, you know, um, I quit my job and I'm doing Airbnb full time now or, you know, I, I brought my first house based off of the information that I learned from your mm -hmm. podcast or, you know, I started a daycare. I remember a woman a couple years ago said she started a daycare because she learned about, you know, how to get an FHA loan. It's a multifamily oh. house and she, you know, house hacked and started a daycare business. So that literally happens like all the time. Mm -hmm. People say in the stock market, we got a huge, huge um, stock show for Market Mondays. So that happens all the time. People are like, yeah, you know, show us their portfolio, tell us how they started investing in stocks because they listened to the show, tell us how they got into crypto. Um, so it's just like a bunch of different yeah. stories of people that's actually listened to the information and actually have taken action and started businesses, investing. So it's really encouraging when people say that for sure. Yeah, we. I mean, we've had people, I remember early on, I never forget, I was, I had a class in, um, there was a gentleman who wrote under the post, thank you for this information. Now I don't have to be on the streets. Like I'm not selling drugs anymore. Wow. Like y'all just saved my life. Y'all don't even understand what this is going to do for my generation. Like that happens. And like, I tell people all the time, information is going to be on us, but the execution is on, on them. And so to see people executing at that level and seeing that the impact it has, like that's the fuel. Like that's the that's fuel the that fuel. says that we can't oh, stop. Absolutely. We have and even like, you know, places that you might not expect it. Like we got a, a, a real big in jails. Like I hear all stories all the time where um, people that's in jail, that's that's listening to us, that's learning, telling their friends. So stories always come back to me uh, and all over federal jails, state jails. So, you know, that's dope too, to see people that, you know, are incarcerated. A lot of times they're incarcerated because they just didn't, know other ways to know. make money yes. outside of illegal activity and now they're being educated and now you know god willing when they come when they come out mm -hmm. they'll they'll be quick yep. to actually provide for yep. themselves yeah without having to risk their life and out without having to risk their freedom so that's big too i mean that's huge that is really huge yeah that kind of actually like made me tear up a little bit i'm proud of you guys because <laughs> it's i mean it's like not just to touch you know one two lives but all these lives like across the country is really amazing um, so Earn Your Leisure is more than just a podcast. Now it's involved into a full-scale curriculum and the online um, Earn Your Leisure University. Can you talk about that evolution of how you sort of made a university from this? Yeah, I mean, you build, you build, you build the pyramid one brick at a time. And, you know, our, our thing is always to look forward. We never like get caught in the moment and celebrate the moment. So it's like, all right, how can we push the envelope? How can we just keep building? So it was just natural growth and progression just to add different elements to it. So, yeah, it started as a podcast. Now it's a you know platform, a community, um, which we have a podcast network, which we have seven shows under the podcast network. Um, it seven is a, shows. like you said, online university, a EYL wait, university. Wait, wait, you're just like, this is so crazy. So tell me the names of the seven shows, because this is huge. Like what you guys have <laughs> built out. This is like DeVry 2.0. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. So we have um, Sleepers for Suckers Social Proof Podcast mm -hmm. with uh, Dave Shantz. We have Market Mondays, 
We have Rants and Gems, which is a real estate show. We have Ash Cash Inside the Vault. We have uh, the Inner Wealth Podcast. David McCullough. And we also have Dream Nation. Dream Nation. Casanova Books. So that's six. And then we have one that we're actually working on. That's two, not, two. Two that we're working <laughs> on. So we have six. Six active right now. And then. And two of the paperwork is oh. the, the ink didn't dry yet. Yeah. You got six kids and twins on the way. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything All are active. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, that's the podcast network. EYL University is our online educational portal. And as an extension of Earn Your Leisure, but more of a hands-on situation, more of a community. So we do weekly classes. We do a financial planning call. We do a movie club, book club. Um, so we modeled it after traditional university, but we added our twist on it. So like we have infinity groups inside of it. Like we have a crypto club, a stock club. Um, so it, the structure is based off of like, you know, what you would be used to in a traditional school but with a new approach as far as the virtual learning, hands-on, um, things that actually will make you money as opposed to a lot of theoretical stuff. So Say that again, true. things that will actually make you money. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's like 8,000 members, 8,000? No, we had like 10,000. 10,000 members, yeah. He's doing that modest thing again. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, that, and then we just started, um, we just have, we have a festival, we had a festival that we just started calling Invest Fest. Invest that Fest, was in that was here in Atlanta. Yeah, that was, um, you know, that was a huge success. We, only, we had eight weeks of planning. We had 4,000 people that came to that. So we're looking to grow that. That's gonna be an annual thing on par with like Coachella or Made in America, um, where it's an annual festival every single year. And that just will continue to grow. So um, our merch department is something that we're very passionate about. And we're about to have a whole evolution with the merch to bring it to a whole different from merch to a clothing line. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that, you know, will be coming soon. So that's another uh, piece of the, the wheel. And also we have the live event space, which InvestFest is its own entity. But outside of that, like, you know, we are getting back in the live event space. So, you know, you'll see us on tour with Earn Your Leisure or Market Mondays and going to different cities and going international also. So we definitely are planning on going to Africa. We, yes, uh, I just got back from Ghana. This would just be eaten up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, going, one, that's one of going our to Africa. We was in Jamaica um, a few months ago. That was huge. Uh, we got a lot of love out there. So we want to just touch different parts of the world. Um, so yeah, we got, we got a few things. Uh, you left out the trucking, man. Oh yeah. The trucking, that. that's big. That's big. So yeah, the truck, um, is something that we did an episode with Alex Good Energy, a friend of ours. And that's one of the most popular episodes as far as like 18 wheelers. What episode so, is that? So people can check it out. I know people take notes. I think it's 34. 37. 37. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have a truck, um, on the road, and that's become very popular because it has our emoji on it. It has our names, Earn Your Leisure, Earn Your Leisure University, like all plastered on the side of it. So every time somebody sees it, they like take a picture and put it on Instagram, put it in their stories. So uh, that's become very popular. So we're looking. Wait, you have an 18 wheeler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are yeah, you yeah. using it like logistically to ship stuff, or is it more yeah, promotional? Yeah, okay. EYL, EYL logistics. Yeah, so that's yeah. a, um, that's a, yeah. That's a whole business. You know, most things in America get moved by either plane or truck. So. Yep. Yeah, we move stuff all over the country. And like I said, we have one right now, but definitely looking to grow a fleet, have a fleet of uh, trucks. So they, yeah, the logistic company is definitely moving moving along. Yeah. And we just uh, launched our vending machine company. 
as well. Wow. Okay, <laughs> so but you we want to know what's so great about this? It's like, you remember that old hair club adage, I'm not just the president, I'm a member too. <laughs> you guys actually take your own advice. You know, you're not just talking about yeah. this stuff. You're like, whoa, that was do- Okay, I'm going to buy a truck. I'm going to buy a vending machine business. Like, it, yeah, this yeah. is real stuff that people tangibly can do to make money. That's the interesting part. Like, I, when we're sitting in the interviews, like, I know the way he's asking the question that he's going to say, like, we should try this. So we need to do this later. Yeah. So the vending machines was one of those, was like, okay, bet, let's do that. And the number one thing we had to do with that is just find location. It just so happens the place that we were having uh, our summer program, our old high school, had none. And so we like what an opportunity we should we should definitely be in here and um we wanted to put it there to start the business to help the younger kids in our community um but more so we wanted to help our school our old high school and we, you know we i've always asked like who's ever given it back like you see like sometimes you see a plaque that came from a year that graduated but you yep. never see something that's tangible that lives on and so our idea was like look let's give 15 percent of the revenue every month from these vending machines back to the senior class oh, to alleviate wow. Course, right so now prom costs will be reduced senior dues will be reduced no more bake sales and trying to sell the same sweatshirts at the football game that we got every year you don't have to do any of those things because you've created your own ecosystem yes, by putting money into a machine that you know is coming back so yeah that's something that we, that we just launched as well that's incredible i love that yes we had um um, Kashif Edwards teach us about vending machines. And that was one of those things that I just had no idea. And the funniest part is I laugh so hard because I'm still like this, you know, adult that's putting my quarters in for those gumballs. And I always <laughs> felt like I was the only person that was buying those gumballs left in so the world, started. but it's a whole business. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Kashif. That's our guy. Yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. So Troy and Rashad, thank you so much for being here and dropping so many wells and gems of information on our Money Movers audience. Before we let you go for today, can you tell our Money Moves audience where they can find you on social media and how they can sign up for the Earn Your Leisure University? Yes, thank you for having us first and foremost. And you can follow us on Earn Your Leisure across all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast, Earn Your Leisure, on all podcast outlets. So we, we kept it simple. Um, yeah, it's pretty consistent <laughs> across all social media handles. My Instagram handle is Rashad Bilal, my name. And Troy's is Troy Millings, his name. So, yeah, it's, it's real easy. But uh, once again, thank you for having us. Uh, we just found out you was from Toronto. Shout out to Toronto. Woo-hoo, uh, the six. Uh, favorite place in the world. So we definitely are planning on going to Toronto soon so if we have any canadian listeners we have a strong support base in canada and toronto oh i cannot wait for that yeah we have a very hungry canadian audience for anything financial literacy entrepreneurship so that will be great definitely gonna be on the stop yes hey Hey. Hey, you speak my language. Oh my gosh. Well, gentlemen, it was honestly a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much that for all you're doing for in our community in terms of wealth building, building generational wealth, and for the culture, like what you are doing has impact that is going to be exponential for decades and hopefully generations to come. So thank you so much for your time today. And money movers, I hope you took notes because they have set you on the trajectory to building some real money moves. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. 
For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.